Hello, this is Yusra from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 11th of April. According to the Union Health Ministry, the total COVID-19 cases in India have reached 4.30 crore with 861 new cases and 6 deaths reported in the last 24 hours. The current 7-day average of COVID-19 cases in the country is 1013 new cases every week. According to the Hindustan Times, Delhi, Haryana and Gujarat have recorded a spike in COVID-19 infections over the last week, while Delhi recorded 943 fresh COVID cases, a 26% increase from the previous week. Neighboring Haryana witnessed a nearly 50% rise with 514 new infections. The Delhi police today filed an FIR against unidentified Akhil Bharatiya Vidyarthi Parishad members for instigating violence against Jawaharlal Nehru University students that resulted in the injuries of six. The Times of India reported on Sunday evening yesterday, two student groups clashed at the university's Kaveri Hostel over allegedly serving non-vegetarian food in the mess on Ram Navami. The left-controlled JNU Students Union and RSS-affiliated ABBP accused each other of pelting stones and injuring their members. Over 60 students are allegedly injured on both sides. The police has registered a complaint under Section 323, punishment for voluntarily causing hurt, 341, punishment for wrongful restraint, 509, word, gesture or act intended to insult the modesty of a woman, and 34, acts done by several persons in furtherance of common intention of the Indian Penal Code. The Jawaharlal Nehru University has also issued a statement today warning students to refrain from any violence, ANI reported. The letter briefed university security to be vigilant in preventing such violent incidents and instructed wardens to take immediate steps to prevent any confrontation between the groups. According to an NDTV report, Akhtarishtha Ansari, a JNUSU student who suffered a head injury, alleged that she was hit by ABBP members with sticks. Speaking of violence, our reporter Nidhi Suresh has done a profile on Preet Singh, the founder president of Save India Foundation that has organized multiple events platforming open calls for genocide of Muslims. The report is titled Disgruntled with BJP, estranged from family, Hindu Mahapanchayat organizers fight for justice. And if you like what we do, then support us. News Laundry can do stories of public interest because we don't depend on governments or corporations for advertisement. We depend on the support of our subscribers. So if you haven't already then head over to newslaundry.com and hit that subscribe button on the top right hand corner of the website and become a part of the tribe that pays to keep news free. Six workers were killed in a chemical factory blast that occurred at 3 a.m. early morning today in the industrial area of Gujarat's Bharush district. PTI reported. According to the Bharush superintendent of police Lena Patel, the explosion was caused by a reactor that suddenly blew off during the solvent distillation process and all workers near the reactor died. The bodies have been recovered by the police and sent for a postmortem. The unit located in the Hej industrial area, which is around 235 kilometers from Ahmedabad, had witnessed a similar blast in June 2020 which killed 8 workers and injured over 40 people. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has announced an ex-gratia of rupees 2 lakh to the next of kin of the deceased and rupees 50,000 to the injured from the Prime Minister's National Relief Fund, ANI reported. In response to clashes breaking out in five states during Ram Navami processions yesterday, Congress leader Rahul Gandhi today on Monday said, and I quote, "Hate, violence and exclusion are weakening India. The path to progress is paved with the bricks of brotherhood, peace and harmony." Unquote. On Sunday, reports of violence emanated from states of Madhya Pradesh, Gujarat, West Bengal, Jharkhand and Goa. 
A 65-year-old man died in Gujarat's Khambat city, while several people, including police personnel, were injured in Madhya Pradesh, West Bengal and Jharkhand. A mosque was allegedly attacked in Goa and incidents of stone pelting were reported from the state. Meanwhile, after the violence in Khargon, authorities in Madhya Pradesh have been accused of a bias because of the destruction of properties in areas with heavy Muslim populations. Other political leaders have also come out denouncing the violence, including Shiv Sena leader Priyanka Chaturvedi, who said, and I quote, intolerant nations look like this, unquote. And Maharashtra Minister of Tourism and Environment Aditya Thakre, who called the violence at Jawaharlal Nehru University wrong. According to the Diogar Deputy Commissioner, Manjunath Bhajantri, 18 out of 48 people stuck in the mid-air ropeway trolley collision at Jharkhand's Diogar district have been rescued today. The Indian Express reported. 30 people, however, remain stranded in trolleys. Under the rescue operation being led by the Indian Armed Forces, two MI-17 helicopters were deployed earlier today morning. Personnel of Indo-Tibetan Border Police, Indian Air Force and the National Disaster Response Force have also been deployed for the rescue work. The mishap occurred on Sunday evening over the Tirkut Pahar area. Local officials have reported the death of one woman and another person who suffered serious injuries is currently being treated. Expressing grief at the accident, Chief Minister Himan Sorin said that the government was closely monitoring the situation and that relief and rescue operations were being carried out on a war footing, adding that the National Disaster Response Force and other rescue personnel were at work along with other experts. Meanwhile, Former Jharkhand CM Raghubar Das accused the state government for being ineffectual, stating that it has been unable to rescue people dangling in the air for 22 hours. Das also demanded rupees 1 crore compensation and government jobs for the kin of the deceased, the state to bear the treatment expense of those injured, and punishment to those guilty. Pakistan elected Muslim League Nawaz chief Shehbaz Sharif as its new prime minister today. Geo News reported. A day after Pakistan Tehreek e Insaf leader Imran Khan was ousted from the post due to a no confidence motion, Sharif was elected through a vote in the country's National Assembly. Shehbaz Sharif is the younger brother of three time Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif. Ahead of the vote, Khan and all lawmakers of his party tendered their resignation to the Speaker. According to Geo News, the decision was taken during a parliamentary committee chaired by Khan. Meanwhile, Don reported Sharif announcing that he will form the new cabinet only after consultations with his allies. Sharif was jointly nominated for the post of the country's prime minister by the leading opposition leaders. After the trust vote against Khan on Saturday, he promised that the new government of Pakistan would not indulge in politics of revenge. Sharif has previously served as the chief minister of Pakistan's Punjab province thrice in 1997, 2008 and 2013. He is the longest-serving chief minister of the province. Imran Khan was removed as the Prime Minister of Pakistan in the early hours of Sunday after losing a no-confidence vote in the National Assembly, becoming the first Prime Minister in the country's history to have been ousted through a no-confidence motion. 174 members in the 342-member House voted in favour of the no-trust vote. Khan accused the opposition for colluding with the United States to remove him from power because of his foreign policy decisions, while the White House denies any involvement in Pakistan's internal politics. After being voted out of power on Sunday, Khan chaired a parliamentary board meeting of his party's core committee to discuss the future course of action, claiming to lead a freedom struggle against a foreign conspiracy of regime change in Pakistan. The country witnessed several protests on Sunday evening across cities by Khan supporters against his removal. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe from the din of disinformation and come back for your daily dose tomorrow. 
All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.